Spoiler cast, a spoiler cast, a spoiler cast, a spoiler cast, a spoiler cast. No, you don't want to get in on the on the on the fun. Not into the song. No. No. Okay. It was a good movie, but I won't let you puppeteer me. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another spoiler cast episode from Black Wolves Productions. I'm Jeremy Van Suarez. I'm Jacob Wade. I'm Logan Riley Bruner. And we saw the Batman. That's right. We the did. Batman. Yeah, not just any Batman movie. The Batman. Hell. Let's just let's just dive into it. I'm just we're we're prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> let's dive into it. It was um, great. Just straight out of the gate. Yeah. It's great. Opinions, we loved it. You're we not gonna it. you're not gonna hear a podcast where we talk about how we think that it's just another superhero movie or that it's lame. No. We very much enjoyed it. So if you're looking for someone to bash the movie, just move on. Yeah, but keep this video playing in the background so we can get the views. We would love that. Uh, a couple watch hours. I, I know about fifteen to twenty minutes in, I leaned over to Jacob and I was like, is it too soon to say that this movie is perfect? <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't too soon. Like, I had already decided that I was in it. Yeah. Like, I, was, I was into it. I was getting chills in in our opening segment. And, by the way, this is a spoiler cast, which means we're going to be spoiling... The whole thing. Everything. All of it. If yeah. you want our normal opinions, they're on uh, PatCast 54. We talk about it really briefly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you want the in-depth thoughts... Stick around. They're coming. First... Some credits. Yep. The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig and Mattson Tomlin. Yeah, let's shout out Mattson Tomlin. Yeah, he deserves to be shouted out. Um, he he did a lot of work on the Batman, uh, and you know, studio politics means his name wasn't put on the movie. Uh, but he also wrote a phenomenal comic called Batman the Imposter, which if you're looking for something similar to the movie, you're going to want to read that. It is delightfully dark. Um, yeah, it... So good. So good. Keep going. Let's talk about the stars. Starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, John Turturro, Andy Serkis, and Peter Skarsgård. And in a very surprising cameo guest appearance? Spoiler alert! Barry Keegan as unseen Arkham prisoner... The Joker. That's right. That's been confirmed. People in front of us at the theater were like, "It was Two Face," and I was like, "I also thought I thought it was Two Face as well." For a second, I was like, "That deformed face is that Two Face? Two Face? Two Face?" But then he, but then he said, "Clown," and the laugh, and the laugh. I was like, "Two Face doesn't laugh. He flips coins." Yeah, and Two Face also has that like back and forth good. I feel like if they were really going for Two Face, it would have been like. You did a great job. No, he did terrible. It would be like yeah, that fight. Yeah, 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 but yeah. this was very much like, I'm so proud of you. We're going to make them see us. Yeah, and also, like, Harvey Ugh. Dent is a district attorney, and we've already had a district attorney character in this movie. We've lost that district exactly. attorney, so we're going to need a new one to step into play. Played by Peter Skarsgård. Talk about caller ID. Okay. It's a track on the on the album. That's okay. the only reason I'm smart enough to have that joke. All right, if you got that joke, congratulations. Oh, the score was written by uh, Michael Giacchino. Thank you. Who's known for <laughs> Pixar movies? Who's known for The Incredibles and a lot of other Pixar movies? And I did get that kind of 
you know, that that vibe. See, I, I, was, I think I was most proud of the score because it was so different than any of the stuff that I've heard him do. Yeah. It was, so, it was dark and gritty and, like, I'm, even the music felt violent. I want to say he does a great job of setting the tone. Oh, he does. right away! I remember listening to the Batman theme for the first time when it first dropped, and I was like, whoa, I feel like this song is spoiling the movie for me. Yeah, same with the Catwoman theme. Yeah, because it's... Ooh, it's like it's like okay so the theme song i know we're jumping ahead but just like the, it, it relates to the story about what the batman is about the theme song we start with this you know this this kind of these wild western guitar riffs and these discordant pianos and this kind of almost like feeling like a funeral march type thing and it's like mm -hmm. this is the batman he's scary he's slowly walking towards you you know your shit's about to get wrecked and then there's this really surprising transition into this, like, very wholesome, very, like... But still dark. Like, dark, but but it's not, like, completely dark. It's, like, darkness that comes to light. It feels like we're we're returning home. It feels like, like we're learning a valuable lesson. And I remember hearing it and being like, this is very unlike what I think of Batman. All right, let's... Let's just jump into it with the direction and the characters and all of that because I, before yeah there's one more credit yeah cinematographer oh, yeah. Greg Frazier who yeah. did an absolutely brilliant job we have to mention names yes Greg um, Frazier also did Dune hey That's why I liked it yeah but yes let's dive right into the story yeah so I just want to say that Matt Reeves does a great job of making this Batman. <sighs> A loner. You can tell that he is putting fear into the bad guys for goodness sake, right? Like he, you can tell that he is a good man under that. He's a scary man, someone you don't want to mess with, mm -hmm. but it's not because he's bad. It's because he is like the scary protector. I would actually argue a little bit to the sense that this Batman is doing good and is a good guy, but maybe not yet for, and this will change when we get to the end of the movie, not for the right reason yet. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, this is very much a Batman who is taking vengeance for his parents' death. Well, I'm Robert vengeance. Pattinson has even talked about the fact that, like, he believes the way he's playing Batman is that every person he fights is the person that killed his parents. Okay. Every single yeah. he's one. Taking is like, he's taking and out that rage. And for this Batman, quote from the movie, fear is a tool. Mm -hmm. So, like, Which he is I actively was... working with that. Yeah, but it's also, it's so smart to put that right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. the idea of, like, we've always thought of Batman as, like, he's in the shadows. He's, like, he's always there. But, like, to think about being a common crook in the city... And to be like, you don't know if the corner you turn, Batman is just going to happen to be there. Mm -hmm. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, yeah. you're going to end up in the hospital. And that alone is enough to scare the city's criminals. And I also love that right out of the gate, we get him saying like, I can't be everywhere at once. Right. Gotham's a I'm big city. I'm one guy. And I'm like, yo, you are nailing Batman on the head. And like, we haven't even seen him yet. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to the duo of Bruce and Selina taking on crime. In their own unique way. In their own unique ways. Also, both of them individually still figuring out who they are as fighters, mm -hmm. right? I love Selina's underdeveloped sense of self. She's wearing like a knit yeah. mask to hide her she's thing. Like costume. she's wearing a leather yeah. biker thing mm -hmm. because she's a... Uh, like a bike rider, a biker yeah. gal, like she wears the wigs 
to like. Oh my god! I love the wigs moments. at the Iceberg Lounge. I I just everything that happens at the Iceberg Lounge is good. Every time we showed back Bro, up, I was like, I wanted to party at the Iceberg Lounge. Just the way there was like infinite. <laughs> did you? Of, yes, I did. I, I don't just, know. I feel like the third time that people started getting thrown off balconies at the Iceberg Lounge, I'd be like, why do we keep coming to this club? <laughs> it's just like the strobe lights, the infinite amount of confetti, the sexy techno music. Oh, it made me miss going out to clubs. Ugh, so good. Made me totally miss going out so to clubs. So good. And and the proprietor of the Iceberg Lounge. Colin Farrell. Colin Disappears Farrell. completely oh under God. the prosthetic. Hey, sweetheart. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, Colin. I love, Take it easy. I love that in this movie, the villains seem approachable as humans. Yes. Yes. We are not distanced from oh, them as the if... Except but he's he's <laughs> still yes, very well. Human. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll take that back. Actually, he's, he's. I mean, using social media. Yeah. To like a part of. Hey, it's all my five hundred followers out there. Thanks for supporting the Riddler. <laughs> but it's also like, and and I know, like you joked saying that, but he he's not like being humorous, being like, "Thanks for supporting the Riddler." It's yeah. very much like, it's a genuine... I was alone and you found me. Yeah. Like I found my home. I found my people, and that's. I think even more terrifying that like this man who's a serial killer, a sadist, like very much insane is like, and I found the people who are like me, mm. the people who relate to me on the internet. Yeah. We were able to use this thing to connect and come together and make plans. Very modern twist on Ooh, yeah. the villain. Yeah. I was, I, I said this to you guys after we left the movie. I like, this idea in modern superhero movies that sometimes the public will take the villain's side. Oh, 100%. We see that in the MCU, especially in the Hawkeye series with Thanos', Thanos is right. right. And we see this in the Batman with pretty early on, people are already on the Riddler's side being like, no more lies, no more lies. No more lies. Because it's like, in a way, the Riddler is doing... He's exposing the corruption of the city. It's his own sort of justice. It's yeah. his own sort of He's justice. He's a vigilante yeah. who has been inspired by the Batman to step up and save yeah. Gotham. And that, but I his think, methods makes it are, are torturous and scary and evil. And that's the reason the two of them, especially in this movie, are such great counterparts. Because Riddler is really saying, like, I'm just doing what you did. Yeah, I, I that's his like that's fear. like part of his I'm... big confession that it's like we were doing it was us we were doing this together. Yeah, it was our game. You you played your part. You brought him into the light. You solved the puzzles. You yeah. and oh and it also plays into that idea that the Riddler is always trying to get Batman to catch him is not the idea that Riddler wants to get caught, no. but the idea that Riddler really feels like they're in it together. Yeah. They're a team. And I like, I like the Riddler's methods in this movie. I'm a sucker for, like, codes and glyphs and, like, ARGs and, like, that type of thing. And I feel like it's done so well in this movie that and it's like, I'm watching the movie and, like, the Riddler shouts out his riddle. And me as an audience member, I'm like, what does justice do when it's lying? And like Bruce just answers it so Fast. Yeah. To just be like he is the world's greatest detective. Especially in that in that collar DA scene where Justice. It's the like, answer's justice. It just can be blind, like, cruel, or whatever. He just solves everything so quickly. And it really shows that the two of them are in each other's heads. Mm -hmm. That Riddler understands Batman and Batman understands Riddler, and that makes it even scarier. I've got two points that I want to make. One right is ahead. that 
in this movie, Batman was such a detective himself. Yes. And I loved being on that ride as an audience member, solving the mystery alongside, the mystery with alongside him. him. Yeah. With a brilliant partner in Alfred. Yes. I think this Michael Caine very much played the butler, the the inspirational mentor, mm -hmm. whereas I feel Andy Serkis played his father's the, friend. Not even. I'd say like he was still the mentor, still the father figure, but the partner, the, yeah. the like I worked on the cipher, I started yeah. picking this apart. Mm -hmm. While you rested, I did the work. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen like the HBO DC show Pennyworth, but in that show it's like young Alfred and he's a secret agent and he's mm -hmm. kind of kicking ass. I felt like this could have been a continuation from that. Yes. Because I could see this Alfred kicking some ass, if need be. Yeah, what was your second point? The second point is that I like that Riddler leads the Batman at the end to be like, this might be it. For the Batman. Yeah. For a moment. For a moment, of course. He knows that. That moment I mean. of doubt that is like, I might have to stop before he realizes, like, I don't have to stop. I have to change. Yeah. I to have to go from being fear the... to being hope. The symbol can't just be a signal to be afraid. It has to be a signal that, like, someone's out there not just to hurt you, but to save you. Which is interesting because they show in that very first scene the guy who's getting picked on. The first thing he says to Batman when all the thugs run off is, don't hurt me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. Is that he doesn't think Batman's there to protect him. He thinks Batman's just there to be another thug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. And I love, I love that 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 dude's becomes... fucking unconscious when that... And, oh, and yeah. the creepiest thing is Robert Pattinson coming out and being like, yeah, I improv that as the idea of like, as you're slipping into the darkness... The last thing you're going to remember is I'm vengeance. And I love that that becomes a running joke throughout the movie. Like Catwoman, no one, like, like no one, the only person that calls him Batman is I think the Riddler. The and it's because, yeah, and it's yeah. because this is a, He's a vigilant. this is he a is year, vengeance. this is a year two Batman. Yeah. You know, this is early Batman. He's not like famous for his crusades yet. Right. So when he says I'm cops vengeance, don't like him. cops don't like him. And you have Selena Kyle being like, Come on, Vengeance, let's go kick some ass. So he crabbed it! So hot! Their chemistry. Me and Jacob were like grabbing each other because the chemistry between these two is so sexy. And they do. They yeah. do. Oh my, I've talk gotta, about noir. Their first scene. I mean, yeah, I've got to like, give them, I've gotta give them credit yes. for, like, oh. for establishing very quickly in a, like, not, not in a, like, Batman like puts her against the wall thing, but a like we both have to hide. We're caught in a very uncomfortable position, but like, oh my gosh, we're so close to each other, and oh my gosh, this is, there's so much tension right now. Either of us could give the other one up at any moment, and ha! So you were saying that it, you got to a point in the movie where the love scenes are like that, uh, that story. I line. I think part of for me the my issue with that love story mm -hmm. i liked it a lot i think i wish that the kiss between him and selena had been moved to later the I, first one yes that, there should have only been one yes there should have been one yeah. kiss yeah I, yeah I can see that because i felt like that kiss was her for me falling <gasps> for him too quickly god oh god if i, I had been kissed like that <laughs> you would have gone after her and which, been like which is what she wants she wants him to help her. She wants him to be a part of the game. And so, yeah, I just, I, a little more tension before the release, I would have loved it. But 
you said something very interesting last night, which yeah. was my complaint about like these love scenes. They're in the middle. I want to just get back to the thriller. Is the point? Is that like yeah. we're supposed to be sitting there going, you don't have time. Yeah. Go. But feelings do that to you, especially when yes. it's so strong and charged. Yeah, they. They're the perfect match. They to it, it seems. really are. They have undeniable chemistry. He's creepy. <laughs> Fucking watching her from, like, the Riddler through the goggles. Yeah, that, that was, that was good juxtaposition. Really. It's the roommate, really, that he's... He's watching her because she knows the roommate. And, and then when yeah. he discovers the roommate's there, he's like, interesting, but her. He's not going there to peep, though. Yeah. She's an interesting character that he wants to know more about, for sure. He's going there to keep an eye on her, not peep on her. He ends up peeping on her in a little bit of a, like, I can't look away. Yeah, well, it's like, well, it's, yeah, because it's like, for a second, it's like, oh, she's undressing. And then it's like, oh, no, she's putting on a costume. changing. This is deeper than I thought it was. Transformative. You know, and I like, and I, so the tagline for this movie is unmask the truth. And I feel like I really like... How in this movie, everyone has their secrets. Yes. Bruce has his secrets. Selena has her secrets. Alfred and the Waynes and the Arkhams in a surprising change to the canon Martha that Arkham. it's Thomas Wayne and Martha Arkham. When <gasps> that was announced, I was like, oh, fuck. This I, I is crazy. just turned and was like... <sighs> Yeah, the, the the penguin has his secrets. Uh, Falcone has his secrets. Even Every- Gordon, like I would using say, the Batman. Even Riddler, that like, for as much as the Riddler is all about unmasking and truth, for the entire time we see him up until that the vlog yeah. that he makes and the conversation he has with Batman where things go wrong, he is playing. The Riddler. Yeah. He's playing his sick, part as sick, this sick game show host. The sadistic, Riddler. like gonna make jokes and woohoo, you're so clever, Batman. Because that that collar scene, like I remember hearing that, like Paul Dano really, good. really that there was one scene that Paul Dano really wanted to get right because he was channeling like evil game show host. And in that collar scene with the DA, I was really being like, holy shit, like this dude really believes in the fantasy. Yes. And I will say that in a person, especially having, like, watched Mindhunter and watched an entire show about, like, serial killers and the delight of the fantasy, Mm -hmm. is the idea of, like, when the fantasy breaks, how devastating it is. Mm -hmm. Because we have very much a, like, charmed, like, saying his lines, doing the script Riddler in the Batman-him confrontation scene, where they're just talking and he's like, we'd... Bruce Wayne and like he's spilling out his whole plan and this whole thing and then Batman says he's a psychopath and that no one's ever going to remember him and that he's a loser and and insane and he shatters this isn't how it was supposed to go just the way he like lingers on certain words like I didn't no I did expect there to be a horror element but it was still surprising to see it that this movie is like neo noir. It's psychological thriller. It's scary. It's violent. Even for a PG, yeah, I was scared. When when Riddler came on and was doing his like psychopath stuff, I was like, that is a scary individual. Honestly, yeah. On for me, whenever Riddler was 
was present on screen. I mean, I think it's clear that they're going for an horror element from the very first scene where the light, where the lightning flashes and you just see him in the darkness and he's just standing there. And he's and the, shown up. And it's suspenseful and it's, it's fucking, he that looks was terrifying. Scary. That was scary, but it wasn't, like, this movie wasn't jump scary. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, that's not, but that's not was, what I mean when I say, like, you're saying horror. horror. Yeah. 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 But horror doesn't not exclusively jump mean jump scare. That's the kind of scare that really fucking gets me is jump, jump scares. Yeah. yeah. And this when movie... it's building when it's rising tension for me, it's more thriller. But see, here was the thing, the reason I call it horror versus thriller is that I think especially having of having Falcone in particular, like Penguin to an extent, with villains like Falcone and Penguin, you can figure them out. They negotiate. They have they're businessmen. They're businessmen. They have methods. You can pretty much they figure out price. they're going to shoot somebody. They're going to kill somebody. They but know exactly what they're going to do. With a villain like the Riddler, you can't predict Unhinged. what he's going to do. And Is he going to go with the game and let the DA go? Is he going to set the bomb off? That's what Is was he scary gonna, for me. What's yeah. the pl- like when he's like I, I blow up I'm blowing up the whole seawall and destroying the city. It's yeah. like I that was not it's still not horror what to I me, saw though. coming. That's to me like um the Joker with the two fairies in the dark night. But see, the Joker establishes that that's his plan. He says I'm going to blow up the fairy. Yeah. yeah. We Riddler don't know just Riddler's says plan. I have a plan, and you're going to have to wait and see what I do. Well, That's terrible. But the Riddler does say his plan if you solve the case on the social media with the password. Yeah. Because then you get But the he message. doesn't tell you what it is. Yes, he you, does. You In the video. To... In the video, yeah. yeah. He goes, this is what I'm going to do when it's too late. But he never says to Batman, like, in his Riddler persona, no. this is my plan, Batman. Right, no. Which I think makes it horror. Like I think I it's, disagree, it's very it's I think it's horror. I, uh, like I think there's us horror elements. Horror. Yeah, I think there's horror elements. I'm I'm not saying that this movie is like exclusively horror. I I, oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Horror versus thriller. It definitely leans towards thriller. But I I think there are some horror elements in it that really that Matt Reeves plays up beautifully in this movie. For sure. Honestly, I loved the noir element of the whole mm-hmm. movie, from color grading to music to acting directing set pieces like cinematography that tone mm-hmm. stayed from beginning to end yes. for sure never wavered yeah never yeah it felt very noir comic book yeah i think in terms of their technicality they everything came together to create excuse me that's the burp of the podcast uh Take a shot. The elements <laughs> came together to really create this perfect noir comic book. Yeah. That it's like there, especially I noticed toward the end, there were moments where it was like these are literally just stills plucked off the pages of comic books. Mm-hmm. Like the sky zipping by Batman on the motorcycle, yeah. looking back in yeah. the mirror and that perfect the shot fo- of Selina riding the away. The focus from like the the rushing street to the motorcycle mirror the out of focus shots when riddler is bashing the da's head in and putting the collar on yeah and it's like like i said it's out of focus but you see the blinking lights and as an audience member i'm like oh shit the sheer brutality that riddler shows throughout the movie that like he is both a completely calm psychopath but also when he lets himself break he he gets incredibly violent. Yeah. And I think 
especially since Jim Carrey is really our only other version of Riddler that we've seen live action, mm -hmm. to have the difference between kind of a fun, like, Campy. he's going to hit you with the cane to, like, if this guy hits you with the cane, he he's not hitting you. you once. He's hitting you, like, ten times no. in the head as hard as he can. And, I also and laughing the whole time. And I also like that Riddler isn't afraid to get his own hands dirty. Yeah. He, he straight up murders a dude in the first ten minutes of this movie. He murders a couple people with yeah. his bare hands. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. Really good shit. Yeah. I think in terms of cinematography, in terms of costume, it all comes together really, really well. The costumes are gorgeous. Yeah. The color grade... Matt Reeves sent to every theater, like, the exact projector settings that they needed to show the right color grade. Thank you. And I'm so glad he did, because those colors are just spot-on perfect. Yeah. There's one scene where the entire scene is lit by gunfire. Oh, yes. practical oh effects, God. too. And it's so, so, so many cool. Effects. I was going to shout out that penguin chase scene. Oh, yeah. Some blurry, I got you! Uh. Some blurry cinematography there. The a car, the action, like, yeah. built like a, like a scary car. Yeah, when that, that if car revs up. you saw that in the up, rear view mirror, you'd be like, I need to... Yeah. Honestly, when that car started revving up and it put out that, like, high-pitched, really scary noise, I was in my seat being like, oh my Run. goodness. Yeah, and that this is... charging. Yeah, this is like a super technical thing, but Greg, Greg Frazier really knows what's up. He... They shoot the film, he did the same thing with Dune. They shot the film digitally, printed it on film, scanned it, and then did the color grading. Ugh. So you get this beautiful in-between between this clear film, cut, yeah. like super pristine digital quality, but then also like, like the grain of it, you yeah. know? My like God. genius. Yeah. And it works so well in Dune, and it works so well in the Batman. And a beautiful way to really transform... A city like Gotham that has typically been like just, oh, Gotham, it's New York, into kind of its own Or Chicago, because for Nolan, it's very Chicago. Yeah. But this, this one is super New York. But uh, I would also say it's just super, it's its, its, its own. own place. Yeah, because they Cause shot in the UK. Like Wayne Tower, just in the middle of the city, this like monolith, yeah. which has basically become a mausoleum, this like... It kind of gave some Arkham vibes, too, Yeah. Of, like... The video game city. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I was getting heavy Arkham City vibes, especially toward the end. It was, yeah. it was just excellent. Yeah. I also want to shout out the choreography. That fight choreography was insane. A year two Batman is going to get hit a couple times. My dude, Batman gets shot in the chest with shotties. Yo, that <laughs> that body armor is body armor. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say the fucking flight suit. Oh my. It God. seemed like he was that going on a test crazy. run. Yeah. I mean, my feeling was that... That was the first time. It was, he was like, I have this just in case I need it, but like, I, I have like never gone for this. I felt like that was first doing that. Yeah, and then pulling the parachute so late. Or just like, boom, <laughs> the miscalculation. He doesn't, he doesn't quite have it figured out yet. I love that this is an inexperienced Batman. Yeah. yeah. I love He's it so much. He's still figuring everything out. He's still figuring everything out. He's still trying to... To understand his own rage and anger and what his own mission in and what his mission own is, you know, capacity for violence and his capacity is. for violence. I because there are times when there are times when he just does the typical like I definitely noticed it, especially in the iceberg fight, where it was like he'll start the fight and he'll be very technical. It's just like that 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 that. It's two hits. It's two hits down. But as we go on, once he gets hit, once he takes damage, he starts it's, getting pissed. He's like. 
The rage. It's like a video game. It's like you get the hit and your rage meter, meter goes grows. up and up and up. And it's there's a moment where like he takes a pipe out of somebody's hand and it's just like okay, whack. Yeah. And it's it's so hard hitting. You feel yeah. every shot. I think this movie makes a great case as to why we don't necessarily need an R-rated Batman. Because yeah. this movie feels very violent and very dark while maintaining the PG-13 status. I think the only thing I lose out on between a PG-13 and an R is the capacity, the not the capacity, but the, the, the scope of the damage that is done. There are, there are two moments in particular, the car crashing through the funeral and the flood coming through Gotham Garden, which is basically Madison Square Garden, yeah. uh, that I, in the moment, was like, oh, the, the car missed everybody. Or, oh, the, the water just, like, we swept a bunch of people away and I guess people are dead? But a bunch of people down there are still alive. But this can't be everybody because there were a lot more people, so I guess people died? Mm -hmm. But I didn't see it, so I don't really have a, like... But do you need to see it to understand what's happening? I no. think I want to see it to understand what Batman is up against. Mm. That it's like, yes, he's saving people, but he can't... He's a guy. He can't save them all. He can't... He knocked the kid out of the way and saved him from the car, but there were a lot of people at the back of that funeral yeah. that Bruce can't get to. I think that's he my, has to make choices. I think that's my one problem with the movie, is, like, the damage doesn't really get seen. Mm -hmm. Like, Madison Square... Not Madison. <laughs> Gotham Square Gotham Garden. Square Garden gets Annihilated. ripped apart. Like, the whole structure is yeah. coming down. People are dying, but they cut away right But before. we're not seeing it, we're, yeah. Like, two very close contact explosions happen. We see no burn marks, no blood. Right, like yeah. even when we see there's a few explosion survivals, and I'm like, mm, we you see should be some, injured, which um, I think is pretty comic booky. Is yeah. the idea of like superheroes will take these massive explosions, and then yeah. the next panel they just look well, yeah, that's insane. true, that's true too. Mm -hmm. But we also like we see the sewing up of like a wound, right? And like there's no blood; it's just like the wound, skin, right? The wound, mm -hmm. scar tissue, like healing, recovery, yeah. damage, yeah. Yeah. I think in terms of like technical stuff that would be my only problem with it but I think this movie does an absolutely gorgeous job technically yeah. I can't wait till it's on HBO Max so I can just watch, watch it again watch yeah. it watch um, it. I think there's an, there's kind of a conversation to be had about a particular plot point with Catwoman Let's okay there's a big plot twist yeah where you know Bat Batman has been seen through the eyes of of, of Selena, which, by the way, I love the tech in this movie. Ugh. It's low-tech, but it's effective. From the contacts, to the grappling hook, to the, See, to the taser call, finger. I would call that high-tech. I would say he's extremely high-tech, but he's careful about it. Taser but it, finger? Yeah. In the, in, in the, the beginning the fight, he, like, grabs he him uses. and it's like... I, didn't oh, I think thought it was, he was I holding thought, a taser. I thought it was a wrist taser. I thought it was like he had a taser hooked into yeah. his wrist. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's attached to him. But it's not, it's not particularly, like... Like, you know, like, I feel like we also see, like, Batman where it's like, he's, he's got every gadget in oh, his yeah. belt. And this is a Batman where it's like, he's losing and he jabs himself with adrenaline. Or Bane Venom. Venom? That's 100% that, that's Venom. <laughs> you think so? Because Batman got addicted. In the comics, Batman gets addicted to it At before Bane even shows up. Mm -hmm. And in a, in a certain story. So he's, like, now. building up tolerance to this. Not even building up tolerance. Uh, it's just Venom. What Venom does is it it's adrenaline mixed with, like, rage. It just makes you oh my incredibly gosh, and then powerful. Gordon has to be like, 
bro. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's because his he literally turns into Bane for a moment, yeah. where it's just rage, violence, rage, violence. Sick. Get the target. Get the target. Get the target. Get the target. After being shot in the fucking chest, yeah, like man. or back. I don't even. He got shot it. in the stomach. Both. Like yeah. So yeah, Point he blind. he's looking through Selena's eyes, and then Selena and Falcone have an interaction. And Bat and Bruce is like, but he doesn't recognize Selena. No, 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 he doesn't. And Bruce is like, you have a relationship with Falcone, and she's like, I don't have a relation. It's not a relationship. Yeah. You know. And then that question kind of disappears for a moment. And then when Bruce pokes and prods her about it, there's a big reveal that Falcone is her, her father, father. Yeah. which. I I personally was like oh, yeah. in the theater. I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, like, no fucking way. More adjustments to the canon. I love the little tweaks that Matt Reeves does to the canon. But it makes sense. Mob boss who got one of his employees pregnant and never took responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like there's like, do we really need that plot point? Yeah, that's the plot twist. That I was like, was it necessary? It I was think... shocking, and then at a certain point, I was like, does it matter too much? I think we um, we need it because otherwise, why was Selena at the Iceberg Lounge to begin with? She had nothing to do with the girl until she showed up at the Iceberg Lounge. And she showed up at the Iceberg but, Lounge because she knew Falcone was there. Okay. And but the, he and knew the her deal since that. she was a little girl. He knew her until she turned seven. She got taken away by social services mm-hmm. and then showed back up okay. as a just an employee that he didn't recognize. She had pink hair. She's hot. He's like, oh, look, I... She looks like somebody that I'd sleep with because, yeah, he slept with her mom. I personally like the plot point. First of all, as someone as someone who knows Batman lore, it's it's shocking because mm-hmm. it's a tweak to the formula that we already know. Mm-hmm. I like the emotional weight it adds to when Selina finally confronts Falcone and tries to kill him, essentially. And I like that it continues to play off the theme of sins of the father. Yep. It's Mm -hmm. a big theme that Riddler is using against Gotham and Bruce as a whole. But I like that. I like that it transfers over to Selina too. And it's all, and it adds to that layer of like, no one in this movie is, is who they seem. Right. I also like that, uh, we never officially get it as an answer, but the idea that the journalist who, the Riddler has based all this on is the Riddler's father. That like they never tell not us. Confirmed, they never tell confirmed. us explicitly, but they Theory. very they much share, like, they share a visual similarity. Yeah, they share a visual sure. similarity, and it's also like why hook into this particular case yeah. and say that the guy is an orphan and show him yeah. in images with Thomas Wayne, mm-hmm. like staring at Thomas Wayne. I feel like they very much like have the implication of like he's taking vengeance. For his father. His father's mission has now become his. He's taken up his father's legacy. Both Bruce and Eddie are approaching their... Which I love that they named him Edward. I love that... Well, he had two different names. Yeah, like Patrick and Eddie. But Patrick is an alias in Mm -hmm. the comic book. And Eddie Newton, I think the name is, in the... Nashton. Nashton is Nygma's name before he changes it to Nygma. Is that Nygma is his taken name and Nashton is his name as a... As an actual human. Birth name. Yeah. So, I... Oh, so good. I also like that, just back to character for a second, that we get an explanation for why Penguin looks the way he does, that he got into a massive car crash, and he hurt his back and his leg, and 
he now yeah, walks it's a so bit it's... of a limp. It's really quick. I loved the imagery of him waddling with his legs tied. With his tied. legs tied. I was hey! literally... Hey! Yeah. And I like After that... he helps them. And we're getting... Yeah. Well, you must yeah. be the world's worst translator. Everyone knows it. I know the difference between L and La. And I was like... It was interesting because in that second, I like... When he was saying La Rata Alada, for a second, I was like, is Catwoman the rat? Because law is implied that it's like a feminine, feminine term, um, but it ends up being even deeper than that because it's 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 U R L like a like a U R L website and just oh, it's so clever. I'm like I'm I'm a sucker for that type of thing like you know I've always been like from like J J Abrams Cloverfield oh to like ARGs the thumb drive oh the thumb drive yeah I, thumb oh another drive. thing I really like about this movie as dark as it is. It never takes itself too seriously. There are funny moments. Yes. Should I be laughing no. at a at a severed thumb attached to a flash drive? No. Oftentimes you, you're laughing oh, uncomfortably. We're, we're chuckling. We're chuckling because it's like, ah, uh, uh. because and I and I and I think that's that's the great middle ground you find with Riddler, because in a lot of ways Riddler is camp. He's not played as camp in this movie, but he does have a sick sense of humor. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that the movie does so well in playing a character who finds himself funny in a very straightforward way. You realize how insane he is. Mm -hmm. yeah. That it is all a joke. That it is all a sense of humor. That he is the perfect sidekick for the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, we got a beautiful scene at the end between an unseen Arkham prisoner who's now been confirmed by Matt Reeves to be the Joker. Matt Reeves is signed on to do three Batman pictures, and Robert Pattinson is signed on to do three, three Batman, Batman pictures. pictures. Yeah. So, what are our theories for Batman Two? Hmm. Okay. Well, I also like the theory that the reporter is Riddler's father. However, okay. the reporter's last name was Elliot. And in the comics, damn it, in the comics there is a villain known as Hush yes. whose last name is also, also Elliot, Elliot whose father was a reporter. Yeah. I don't know too much about Hush? I know a lot about Hush. Do you, can, can you tell me a bit more about Hush as H a villain? Uh, a lot of what I know about Hush comes from Arkham City and just having researched because of that, but Hush... Uh, Hush becomes a serial killer who takes on the moniker of Bruce Wayne. His whole thing is that he cuts up, he basically like creates masks out of his victims so he can transform that's a himself. Face. Yeah, that's a face. <laughs> um, that's from Peacemaker. Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> mix the two. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, hey, it's all DC. Uh, <laughs> Hush, but Hush, like takes on the persona of Bruce Wayne in order to destroy the Wayne legacy by turning Bruce into a serial killer. By being like, look, Bruce Wayne is a monster. He's on camera murdering It would people. explain why he's such a recluse. Yeah, it would explain why he hides himself away so much. He's a serial killer. No. Um, and so that's who Hush ends up becoming. And we got written on the uh, newspaper articles detailing the murder of the reporter, the word, Hush. Yeah, which was in the movie. In the movie, it was I didn't more. See that. It was. It was like it was a photo of Martha, and it was more in reference to hush money to cover up yeah. what had but happened. But it's still a nice little but wink. To I like, saw that, and I was like, "Oh, hush!" 
Yeah. Okay. Um, but Hush is a scary villain. I Hush think, is... I think that would be a great sequel setup because then you have both Batman and Bruce Wayne as a target. Yeah, that's great. You know, being attacked. That's being great. attacked on both ends of his ego, I think yeah. is really interesting. And we're probably, hopefully, we continue to see penguins rise in the criminal underworld. Oh, yeah, yeah I think we definitely will. The Maronis are gone and the Falcones are gone. This yeah. is Penguin City now. Penguin's, Penguin's done. flooded I, city now. I also, yeah, ah, I can't wait to see uh, Selina come back. Oh, and, I hope so. Well, she hasn't even become Catwoman yet, so yeah. she's got to become the cat. She's going upstate to I mean, she calls herself scores, the cat. So. The bat yeah, and the cat. And the cat. Oh, sounds like a good team, right? Yes, it does. But she calls herself that because she, A, loves cats, and B, she's yeah. a cat burglar. Yeah. I have a thing for strays. Yeah. I have a thing for strays. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, I know. Yeah. Who are you under there? I just, like, ah. Uh, like, you leave that movie frustrated. But also satisfied. But also satisfied. And that's why, and that's why, like, really particular shout out to, say his last name, Michael. Oh, Giacchone. Yes. <laughs> or really, Giacchone. I don't even know. Really big shout out to him because the storytelling that he does through the music is incredible. Hearing the Catwoman theme, I'm like, I already know that this, like, her story is not a happy one. No. She's been through shit and it's going to end not, it's not going to be a happy ending. I have a feeling, th- my theory, my theory going into the Batman 2, whenever it ends up happening, I think 2024 is when they said um first movie was i am vengeance uh and we dealt with the flaws of that moniker i think the second movie is going to be i am hope and the destruction of that moniker Mm. the idea of of batman trying to be hope for the city and how an escaped joker riddler and possibly a and introducing hush start to destroy that hope slowly. See, and I just pick it apart. I don't know if the Joker's gonna be in the next Batman movie. Think I they're think they're him? saving him for the third movie. That's interesting. Fair. I think they're gonna build him up from the shadows. I think that he'll for still sure. be in the next one there, if he was in this one. I I think there's gonna be something there apparently there was a deleted scene from this movie in which Batman is like stuck on like one of the Riddler's schemes, and he wants to get in the head of a psychopath. And so there's a very Silence of the Lambs-esque scene where he goes to Arkham and he talks to unseen Arkham prisoner. Um, I'm happy that it wasn't in the movie, but I think... But knowing that, it's just very interesting going forward. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. I think it's, I think it's smart to not have a situation in this movie where Batman is stuck. I like that it very much feels not that he is too smart for Riddler. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, it's incredibly long. Two hours and 56 minutes. The idea of the reveal later that Riddler had essentially planned this whole thing with the idea of knowing how smart Bruce is. That, like, not Batman is, because he doesn't know it's Bruce. That idea of, like, I have set this riddle up so you can solve it. It is solvable by you. There's never a point that I think you're going to get stuck and not be able to figure out where I'm going next. So, here. but it's but it's interesting because Batman gets a lot of help. He gets help from Alfred basically decoding uh Enigma's 
code. Alfred starts the decoding. Batman figures it out. He figures by out saying, drive. You know, he figures out because, the whole thumb drive thing. Because the idea of don't look for the letters that we're missing, look for the letters we, that have. we have. Yeah, that comes from yeah. Bruce. Bruce. And then there's also the 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 Rada Alada thing from Penguin where it's like L and Y and figuring out U R L. Ultimately Batman is the one who provides the answers because he's the one who Justice, orphan. They lie still. You know, all the answers are there. And so, mm. shout out to the Riddler supervisor, whoever came up with these fucking schemes. You know, just so well. Writers are clever. Writers, Writers. especially when you know that's and that's part of the thing that I love about like movies like this, movies like Seven, is if you know where you're ending, you can figure out how to get there and just like work your way backwards. You keep talking about the movie Seven. Have you seen it? No. But I know it. <laughs> but but there's yeah. some it is the he's right, right though. Yeah, I know he's right, but I, I keep hearing him say seven and I'm like, that movie you haven't seen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like I like that the movie takes us along for the ride of solving these riddles. Yes. Like sure Batman like solves it in like two seconds flat. But like I had fun as an audience member being like what is cruel and blind and like this, this, and this? Oh, justice. it is justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me think about it. Yeah, justice can be all of those things. Just like... But when it's denied. The, the Riddler is so smart in this movie without being like obnoxious, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, you're not as smart as I thought you yeah. were. And I, I also like that they play with the expectation of like... Does Riddler know that Batman is Bruce? And no tricks. No, he doesn't. He doesn't I know. I don't think he does. But I like I like that they played they they toyed He's with the us. the last one we didn't in take the promo. out. When yeah, oh, they fucked with us so and much in, in that the trailer. movie because we have that going into the movie. So as soon as Riddler says Bruce Wayne. We're like, oh shit, he's but calling him out. But we're also in the head of Batman being like he's figured it out and then seeing Bruce realize he doesn't know. And yeah. being like, he thinks well, yeah, I'm someone yeah, else. Yeah, Bruce is like, let me bite my tongue. Let me not say anything. I'm just going to listen to him talk. I need to make sure that he knows what he's fucking talking about here. Right. And then I'm not like, you don't know anything about me. Yeah, he right. Instead, well, like, how did you know? Yeah, he you know? instead just waits for him to make the mistake and be mm-hmm. like, he's the last one we didn't get to. It's like, you didn't know. You were going to try and kill Batman. Yeah. But See, it should have been, it sh- honestly, it should have been obvious from uh, him sending a note to Batman, to Bruce, that was a bomb. That, like, he was trying yeah. to kill Bruce. But then he had it in a fireproof envelope to the Batman. So that Batman so could get the clue. Know, you know? He yeah. thought he was killing Bruce and that Batman was then going to help him get the last person. Yeah. Um, but to then accidentally get Alfred and not realize that, and to, like think he's missed Bruce is uh, so delightful. Yeah. I will say this is a long movie. Yes. It is for sure a long movie. But I never found myself being like, okay, guys. I was not like this. Let's wrap it up. There was like one point where where like we were getting into like the details of like what happened with like the Maronis and the Falcones and the Waynes and I was just like, I'm just hearing a lot of names and this person did this to someone else and then this person no well actually Alfred says this person actually did this and it wasn't and so there was a point where I was just like okay I get it can we get back to to the rest of the story now that we're over this point of like 
Bruce at uh, of like Bruce at his lowest. Like, can we can we get the build up now? You See, know? I, I think it's interesting that you say that because I think that's a lot of the heart of the movie is that like no one is pure. Everyone is corrupt. Everyone's connected. That like the Maronis were the crime family and they got betrayed by the Falcones. No, yeah. The Falcones then worked with the Waynes and the Arkhams and everybody is a part of this this nightmare and everyone is a part of this awfulness and Thomas mm. Wayne is not a pure I liked I angel. liked the aspect of it. I just the execution of it just wavered a little bit for me. Fair. I do think that this plays into the same uh, world that Todd Phillips belt, built in The Joker. The idea that Thomas Wayne is not a saint. He's not a saint. No. That and Thomas, I like that. Thomas Wayne made a lot of mistakes that he was able to cover up by the fact that he had time. And when his time was cut short, he wasn't able to fix his mistakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really good. Very interesting. Yeah. Overall scores? Yeah. Do we have any last shout outs before overall scores? I think scores? we talked Anything about in every particular? moment shout that out I Zoe loved. Kravitz and shout out everyone else. Every, <laughs> it was just, it was incredible. I can't wait to see wow. I can't wait to see who plays, uh, Jeffrey Wright's daughter in... Oh! Oh! Jeffrey Wright does an incredible job as Commissioner Gordon! Oh, yeah, the one scene that we oh, haven't talked God. about yet that we want to talk about, because we talked about it last night, is when Gordon finally betrays the cops... And is uh, helping Batman. What are you doing? You need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You need to get out of here. Yeah, I love I'm that gonna, scene. I'm I also gonna... love that Gordon is the only one that makes Bruce smile in this movie. Like, yeah. Like, he's wearing the cowl, but you see him go like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I... He's like, you... He, you're a good cop. Yeah. You're a good... You're one of the only good ones. Mm -hmm. The only one that believes in this city. And, this, and the same thing that I kind of believe yeah. in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. And him becoming Commissioner Gordon, he's not Commissioner Gordon no. the whole movie. Mm -hmm. He gets yeah, promoted. everyone is everyone is in their infancy, and it doesn't baby us about the story. There's no need for the pearls. There's yeah. no need Thank for you. the opera. There's yeah. no need to we see them need get the killed. We and that's another trend that I like nowadays with Go. heroes that we know, like Tom Holland Spider Man, or like this Batman. We know the story of how yeah. they become it. We've seen it over and over again. So let's just jump right into it and let's Which I'm let's so glad they let's did. assume that our audience, you know, that they know the story. And even in movies, I'll shout out Shang Chi, where like Shang Chi, sorry, uh, where we don't necessarily know the character. We don't get a straightforward like when he was a boy. He was trained by I was so saying this, so. yeah. It's like, we get like, movie starts, we're into the action, go, 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 okay? Yes. I've got to explain a couple things. Yes. Go! Thank you for not Baby, doing yes. the exposition thing, where you give us the exposition in an exposition way. Yeah. In an exposition scene yeah, that's clearly you. like, okay, yeah. we're getting all the Even, even the exposition-y information, which I think is like all the whole like Maroni, Falcone thing, it's still new information, not just to us, but to Bruce as well. Yeah. And, and also I think that's to a really the people of the city, because a lot of it's given to us as Riddler, just like mm -hmm. telling the people of the city why the city's corrupt. Yeah. Unmasking. Unmasking, Unmasking. the city. All right. Overall grades? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Am I going to be the one that gives it a 9.5? Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, Yeah. <sighs> Nah, fuck it. Ten out of ten, man. Yeah. I think yeah. I this is this is press it, please. Yes, I personally, for me, this is my favorite Batman movie. 
it's, it's, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Technically, and from a storytelling perspective, it's for the tiny specks of problems that I had, it's not worth enough to be like, this isn't a masterpiece movie. Yeah. When I say, a lot of times, I'll say this every time I do reviews, if I say 10 out of 10, I don't mean perfect. I don't mean without No flaw. movie is perfect. Yeah, no I mean, perfect. it's a masterpiece. And perfect is it was perfect. really good. It's a masterclass in filmmaking. It, it's not a superhero movie. It's... To look at it and be like, oh, yet another superhero it's movie. It's not a superhero not, movie. It's no. a crime It is a drama crime. There is nothing supernatural about it. Yeah, it's like... It's a, it's a... It's grounded. It is a drama with a superhero. Well, he's or not a, even a superhero. He's a vigilante. Yeah. Yeah, with a vigilante. It's a vigilante movie. Yeah. Oh, so and that's... And that's... That's how Batman... That's what Batman is. He's just a rich guy in a he's suit. He's a guy. And that's how he should be treated. Yeah. You know? I saw someone say... Uh, why do people even live in Gotham in the yeah, DCEU? Right. Uh, Sounds like a terrible place to live. But it's the idea of like, well, if you live in Gotham and you carry a gun, you should be okay. Like, you might run into Joker or, at worst, Bane. Like, okay, yeah, that'd be at, kind of a nightmare. Like that Bane is above Joker in this Well, situation. I mean, Joker's yeah. crazy, but you can shoot him. Like, Bane would be trouble. Yeah. You move to Metropolis, like, Zod might drop a building on you. Yeah, like, Doomsday you, might come Wonder out Wonder Woman's like... fighting gods. Aquaman's fighting gods. Like, at least in Gotham, you know you're going to be dealing with, like, crazy dudes. There's a guy in a suit running around. It's not like, oh, yeah, we go over here and Green Lantern's throwing tanks. Yeah. I mean, listen, hey, in Gotham, there's chicks who control plants. There's a dude who wants to freeze the entire we'll city. We'll see about that. We'll see we'll about see that. About I those. hope they show those guys. Woo! I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, same. Especially if they do a more dark noir twist where, like, Mr. Freeze is not just, like, crazy freezer dude, but we get, like cryogenically affected like his body is the way that it is because of experimentation yeah. like, I'm like kind of on the fence as if I want to see Mr. Freeze just cause it's like it's been so long his story is like his story's dark his story's dark and his story's sad but I always know how it's gonna go Mr. Freeze is the bad guy he wants to freeze the city no wait he's just doing it for his wife it's like I know how it's gonna go so I don't know I don't know how much you can reinvent that story you could say the same thing about Riddler yeah. he's gonna ask some questions and Batman's gonna solve the riddle yeah and eventually he's gonna get grabbed I think I think I think Matt Re I trust Matt Reeves enough to make Mr. Freeze interesting because I think he could go the route of Mr. Freeze being a hero until he decides that it's time to turn. That Mr. Freeze starts out working with yeah. Batman and being this scientist who's helping him. I like what... And then when Bruce and Wayne Enterprises oh. are not able to help him save his wife... That and that's Penguin is... And like, I, yeah, I would assume Penguin would have something to do with, like, I have your wife clown. do this shit yeah. for me. Yeah, cool. I'm sorry, Bruce. I have to do this. Uh, like, yeah. Ah, ah, so good, so good. Go see the Batman yeah. in theaters now on HBO Max on March 18th. April 19th. April 19th. April 19th. Oh man, I thought yeah. it was wasting. We have that. some time. Yeah. Fuck. Go see it on HBO Max <laughs> April 19th. Go see it in theaters. It's worth seeing in theaters. It's Hell absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Um. Try to see it in Dolby. We've like got we we've got three more DC movies coming out this year. We've got Black Adam, Aquaman Two, and, and, and the, the Flash. Flash. Yep. We will see if they live up to these same expectations. But until then, 
I'm Logan Riley Bruner. I'm Jeremy Van Suarez. And I'm Jacob Wade. And thank you for watching the spoiler cast. Bum, 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 bum,